Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Push Through Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Reeves. I'm a licensed professional counselor with a group practice here in Atlanta, Georgia, where I specialize in women as well as maternal mental health. Here on the podcast, we'll talk about womanhood, motherhood, and a little bit of everything in between. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a quick chat with me. Today is August 18th, and we are officially one month away from Push Through Mama Summit. Have you gotten your ticket yet? Today, we have just announced that Octavia Lang is going to be doing our sound bath meditation. If you joined us last year, she was the same person that did our 10-minute sound bath meditation at the beginning and wrapped up the conference with doing it towards the end. It was relaxing. It was connecting, it was grounding, and it was amazing. And that's just a tidbit of what you will experience at this year's Push Through Mama Virtual Summit. Catch us September 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. If you haven't purchased your ticket yet, head over to our website and get it ASAP before we sell out. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code. Get $10 off using promo code PUSH. Get your tickets today before we're sold out. Thank you guys for joining us for the Push Through Podcast. I am out at, what is the name of this place? I think it's called <laughs> Ben and Benny. Ben and Benny. I think I'm lying. I don't know. We're, we're <laughs> at, um, is this brunch? So brunch is over at three. Yeah. We're at brunch. We're at brunch. We're at brunch at Atlantic Station, which looks different. Neither of us have been here in years. So different. And we're on the patio. You can hear you two playing in the mm-hmm. background. Sipping on a little mimosa. Sipping on, on a mimosa. <laughs> and um, we just finished Respect, mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to get into that just yet. We're going to talk about some other stuff because I know not everybody has watched it. So we're going to save it to the end in case anybody wants to hop off, watch it, and then come back and listen to our review. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we have to talk about, Beyonce's interview. Woo! <laughs> Keisha, Keisha. And we're eating and talking, so, you know, don't yeah. mind us. Eating, talking, <laughs> and sipping. And sipping. So, Keisha. Yeah. Like, you've known that I have been a fan of Beyonce. Yes. Since, since, since like, 97, since she came out. Since 97. Mm-hmm. Seriously, and if you think about it, we've grown up with her for over half our lives. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, I'm not a new fan. I've always been a fan. Correct. So, I wasn't expecting her to do an article this much in depth like how it was but it was really really good so I know they were talking about her matriculation through the different decades so from her 20s to her 30s to her 40s Mm -hmm. and um, one of the things that stood out to me was that she said the first decade of her life was dedicated to dreaming that's why she was always so quiet because in her mind she was dreaming of what she wanted to do yes and I'm like oh my gosh like, oh my God. So, I don't know, like just seeing her growth from then to now, uh-huh. 
I feel like I've grown up with her. Yeah. Like I really do feel that way. And the mu- the new the new music is coming. She said right that. Which new- I'm excited because she said it's gonna be fun. It is gonna be fun. Right. So, not like lemonade. Not like lemonade. <laughs> and lemonade, it was cute. I love right. lemonade, but lemonade caused me to think and it made me right. a little low and I don't right. like being low. <laughs> but with the new music, I really see it being a B-Day Reloaded, but a B-Day with Beyonce that. being grown in her 40s. Right, I can see that. And Which yeah. I'm interested to see what a good bop sounds like her today. Exactly. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> and this might be a little selfish of me, but even though we're getting new music, this might be like her last album album for a minute. You think so? so you th- think she gonna shot ass? This <laughs> you stupid. This is why I say this because in the article you saw how she was like, "Look, I'm focused on being a mom. Yeah, I didn't pay my dues. She's been doing this since nine years old, Keisha. Right, since nine years old. So by her mentioning that you know I want to focus on my kids, you know I want to enjoy being a wife. I want to enjoy being a mother. Beyonce's telling us without telling us. All right, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all one more album, one more tour." And give me like five, six, seven years to chill out. I did feel like she was tired, like from yeah. reading it, like when she was describing how her body aches, how mm. the makeup has affected her skin, hot mm-hmm. curling her hair through the mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. and the wigs, and the wear and tear on her body. Because you know she, and, and to your point, mm-hmm. how her being so transparent, this whole hemp farm mm-hmm. that we knew nothing about, and she been on CBD, girl. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Which, you know, self-care. And, and I loved how she talked about mental health. You know, yes. it's so That's important. That's our thing. Right? That's our thing. Um, but I, I can see her wanting to, like, take a pause and to just be present. She has paid her dues. She has worked really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And there's no time like the present. Mm-hmm. And, like, Keisha, she's been doing this since age nine. She will be 40 on September 4th, right. 2021. Like... She's been doing the same for over 30, uh, yeah, almost 30 years. years, So if she wants to take a break, take a break. And I really feel like when she does take this break, not only she's going to be focused on her kids, her husband, but I think she really is going to take a deeper dive into her production company. I agree. I can see that too. Plus, I feel like she probably has a lot of investments and some additional companies Mm -hmm. coming out. Like how she kind of hinted around this like honey hemp farm. That's going to take off. Right. I feel like something's coming Mm -hmm. for that and other stuff. And then Ivy Park. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, speaking of Ivy Park, Mm -hmm. again, disclaimer, I love all things Beyonce. (laughs) And if she does stuff or puts out stuff that I don't agree with, I'm vocal, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think everything that she does is just amazing. But I could never get on the Ivy Park train. The only piece of item or clothing from the Ivy Park line that I like with those, um, I think they were like maroon colored uh, platform Adidas. Yeah, those, yeah. I got me a pair of those. How did you get through online to get them? I forgot how I got them. Or StockX. I can't remember what you I got. Okay, I'm jealous. But I got a pair. Because I remember I was talking to Tamika about it, and she didn't like them. I love those. Because she, she said she didn't like a large sole. Uh-huh. Those are the only things for me, too, that I like out yes. of the collection. Not that I don't like the collection. But I was not like up in arms like I have to get mm-hmm. all exactly. of these things exactly. or whatnot. That was the only thing. I like the shoes. I like a cute little shoe like that. I'm like slick jealous that you got a pair of those sneakers. <laughs> so I'm gonna take it back. 
So remember, um, House of Darion. Yeah, I remember. That didn't take off. It did not take off at all for her. Right. I didn't have any House of Darion. I didn't either. I wasn't a fan of it. And then, you know, a few years later, you have Ivy Park. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if Beyonce feels as though that Ivy Park should have taken off even further than it had already. Because, like, look at Fenty. That's huge now. Right. Right? But for some reason, I don't know why Beyonce's clothing lines, granted, Ivy Park is doing well. It's doing well. Yeah. But like it hasn't, I thought it would surpass Fenty and stuff by now, but it hasn't. I don't know. I feel like those are two different things to be able to compare. Oh, like apples and oranges? Right. Because okay. like Fenty is like beauty. Her lingerie. Her, her lingerie. And her lingerie. lingerie. Correct. Lingerie and beauty. I feel like that's different versus like athletic wear. Okay. It is. So if you, okay. If Beyonce were to do like a beauty line. Because she had, did you get heat? When she had the perfume? Girl, I did. <laughs> and you know they sell it in Ross now. Do they really? Girl, yes. <laughs> they sell heat in Ross. They even sell like the little oil of heat. In the, really? You didn't get the oils from the hair store? I had bought it for my mom. Heat smells good. Mm -hmm. She had another one too. It was heat and um, she had another one. Or was it just heat? I felt like she had two fragrances. She might have did. I just remember heat. Yeah, heat was, heat was good. It was good. It yeah. was real good. But I think that this honey and hemp farm, that's gonna take off. Right. It really is. And I, I know her husband is a billionaire, but I want her to like, you know, get you her. You want her to get billionaire? Sir? I was and it can happen. literally it can happen. I was riding in the car because I'm always thinking about how to how to become a millionaire. It's gonna happen. I was riding in the car and oh, look at the look on his face. I know. Are you getting an itch? So cute. You getting an itch, Tisha? No. Maybe number three. <laughs> <laughs> the gate is closed. Um, <laughs> I was riding in the car today and I was like, dang, everybody a billionaire. Rihanna a billionaire. Everybody. Kim, Kim K a billionaire. Then they were she talking is? about, yeah, she off of um, Skims. Yeah. I didn't know that. And then in her beauty line. And then they were talking about LeBron a billionaire. Yeah. And then, and then um, Jay Z's a billionaire. And um, Kanye's a billionaire. Everybody a billionaire. And <laughs> like so pretty soon becoming a millionaire is gonna be like oh right. regular schmegular yeah i remember when billionaire status was so like unattainable i remember when the only mm -hmm. black billionaire that i knew of was Oprah. was over even though yeah. it was probably more than that right that's the only one i knew of right isn't tyler perry a billionaire too hmm good question probably i wouldn't be surprised i mean he got tyler perry studio so i wouldn't be surprised i think so but yeah but back to your original uh question regarding the article. The article was very well written. Yeah. Um, she let us in, but she didn't let us all the way in. No. She didn't. People who, I feel like I've always heard people say they did not like the fact that she didn't let people in. That they felt like she lacked personality. She was too private. Um, everything that she does is um, calculated. Calculated. And I've never had a problem with that. I've told you before. Sometimes when I know too much about an artist, it can taint the music for me. Like when Chris Brown was going through his stuff. Ooh. It was hard, yeah, it was hard for me to listen to his stuff. When yeah. Kanye be talking about Girl. slavery is a choice. Girl. It's hard. It's easier to me like your Sade's. Mm -hmm. When I know I have no idea who Sade what her favorite color is. Right, <laughs> what she do. Do she got a man? Does she not? You know? I don't even know Sade's last name. <laughs> I'm right. But I love the music. Uh -huh. I think she is phenomenal. Uh -huh. 
And I think that's what it should be about. Like, they don't owe us their lives. They don't. They, they put don't. out the record. If you love it, you purchase it, and that's it. But I mm-hmm. feel like we sometimes can come off as if, like, oh, well, I'm a fan, and, and I'm, you know, purchasing your stuff, so you need to show me, let me in. You know, mm-hmm. what do you do? And I don't I don't need that. So I'm a little guilty. <laughs> I get it. It's her life. And she does not owe me anything but, like, <laughs> I do want to know, like, certain things. This, that's just my own selfish reasons. But I, I understand because, honestly, you know, if I were famous or if God were to give me a platform and such where a lot of people around the world would know me, mm-hmm. I'm already pretty private. I probably would be private just like that as well. How do you maintain your privacy? I tell you what I want to tell you. Mm. Seriously. <laughs> and because, you know, I'll talk to anybody. Right, I'll talk to that shadow. Candace is an extrovert. Here's, I'm an extrovert slash introvert. Yep. She's more extrovert than introvert. You think I love being by myself? When we though. went to Savannah, it was like two people stalking you. Remember when we went for that training? <laughs> okay. There was a woman who kept stalking you in the bathroom and in the hallway. Girl, <laughs> I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember that. Um, I, was, I was going somewhere with this conversation. And you were like, um, weren't you on some sort of like royal court in college? She went to an HBCU. That was back in 2007, 2008. (laughs) That was so like so so long ago. But um, so yeah, so again, I talk to people, and because of that, I think they automatically assume that oh, Kenneth is going to let us in. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like, of course, you're one of my close girlfriends, so you know a good bit. But no, and my mom taught me and my sister that, like. Don't be secretive, but your business is your business. That's just my own selfish reasons, just because I want to know more. Like, I want Beyonce's Snapchat. You know she has her own Snapchat, but it's only for her close family and friends. She said that. Yeah. So, um, and I also feel like when Beyonce takes this musical break, Beyonce is determined to get EGOT status. She is. I mean, out of the EGOT, she only has what? A Grammy, right? Nope. Yeah, that's it. She needs a Tony and an Oscar. And she should have got an Emmy for Homecoming. She should have got, got an Emmy for Lemonade. So I'm she saying all that to say that on this musical break. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. I was watching um, Homecoming the other day. Girl, timeless. Timeless. No, I really, and I was so like in it. And I just thought to have been a fly on the wall. You Girl. know, like I've always loved the arts. I think that if I could have gone back in time. I would have went to like some fine art school or like SCAD or something. I see it. Like the freedom of dance and uh-huh. music and instruments and mm-hmm. you know rehearsals mm-hmm. and that creative space. Mm-hmm. I just find it so fascinating and freeing. And then when you look at her vision, because even when I watch it this time, I watch it several times. When mm-hmm. I watch it this time, it had dawned on me like, oh, the stadium is shaped like a beehive. Wait, it and was? I didn't see that the first time. <laughs> Wait, the stadium is shaped like a beehive. I did not know. You're like, you're going to yeah. maybe go back home and yeah. um, cut it up. Really? Yeah. And just like the precision that. of the dancing, the music, like the, the costume. Like it was like a Broadway show at Coachella. Girl. And the fact that she paid homage to yeah. HBCU Homecoming. Yeah. Girl, get into that. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm the Are y'all having a homecoming this year? We are having one. I think it's Halloween weekend, but I'm not going. Uh-huh. Like, the Delta variant is real. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we all are out here waxing backs, but <laughs> at A&T's homecoming, it's like, it's just too much. Mm. It's too much. And my parents are older, you know, so I want to make sure I'm straight. So 
when I'm around them. They're straight as well, but I think I'm going to hold off and probably go next year because I was told there's not going to be any restrictions at homecoming. So I don't, I'm not going. And I think most HBCUs probably are going to have their homecomings this year. Makisha, it's so much we don't know about the Delta variant. Now, granted, I'm not going to let, you know, a pandemic stopped my life, but I still have common sense too. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. And yes, <laughs> I want to be amongst the people. You know, I want to go back and you know do a little bop. But I just it's it's too much. I'm yeah. not going. Yeah. But I say now that I'm not going. <laughs> no, I'm not going. No, I'm not. So I was talking to Tamika, and she was saying she didn't know if y'all were having an oncoming or not. Yeah, we are to decide if she was gonna go or not. Yeah, girl. So I don't know, but. So here's the thing with Beachella, how could she top that? She can't. Well, after after she did Coachella, I was like, well, what's the point of me going in for Coachella again in life? Like, who, no who could come? Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know, and I really hope that, like, you know, for your kids' generation and my niece's generation, I hope that they are able to have a Beyonce of their time. I'm sure they will. And I want to know who that's going to be. Because right now... I'm sure they will. Did you see. watch the Tina Turner documentary? The one on HBO? Yeah. I did. You did watch it? I did. What did you think? So most of that stuff I felt like we already knew. I did, but I felt like it went a little bit deeper. It did. It did. It was It was really long. I cried. So, speaking of which, Tina... Because I say Tina... I, say, I bring Tina up because I feel like Tina was our parents' Beyonce. She was. In my opinion. She was. She was. She was definitely our parents' Beyonce. And Tina experienced, this is the therapist coming out. <laughs> Tina experienced so much mother effing trauma. She did. And I'm pretty sure. She got PTSD. Yes. And I'm pretty sure she never saw any type of assistance. No therapist, no nothing. So, you know, yeah, we see all this glitz and glamour, but no telling what goes through their minds when they lay their head on their pillow at night. So it's a lot. But yeah, but to, to your point, Tina was our parents' uh, generation's Beyonce. Like, my mom, she stands. She stands for Tina. But you know who she really stands for? Mm. Diana motherfucking Ross. So, debate. Oh, I was girl. talking I got to time. my mom I got time. and my brother. And I, after I watched the documentary, I love Tina Turner. Yeah. I have a Tina Turner t-shirt. I have, um, my best friend got me a Tina Turner Simply the best vinyl. How did I just stood for her like that? Love Tina. I, I love her story. Yeah, I love yeah. people who have perseverance. And then to see her, she was 40 when she came back out. She was. After high school. And she said she wanted to do Mick Jagger uh-huh. stadiums and uh-huh. do scenes of people. She did it. And she did it. You know, like that stuff like that, like, hits mm-hmm. me. And it was mm-hmm. good music. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like she is a representation of black music. Mm-hmm. She can do rock, R&B, blues, soul, whatever. I love it. She even did that song, um, Mountain High, with an orchestra. She did. Yeah, yeah. Like anything, she, she could did. do it. She and did. finesse it with yeah. like music and dance and mm-hmm. all of like, when um, they did Proud Mary. Like, mm-hmm. that is, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was telling him, my brother and my, my mom, I feel like black people don't don't rep her as an icon. Wait. No, I don't. In the same regard as Diana Ross. I feel like, I don't. I, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like when Tina went rock and roll, 
she lost her followers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, and sometimes I'll feel that way about Sade. Like, I feel like specific black people do Sade and maybe like a reemergence because Drake loves Sade and he's always shouting her out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in, in her time, in Sade's time, I feel like she probably didn't have the same amount of black followers as she did like white. Uh-huh. And I feel like musically, and no disrespect to Diana, because I know Diana paved the way. You know, she was with Motown. I know that in that in that time of, you know, being a black female performer, that she is historic in that regard. But I feel like if I put, like, talent to talent. Ooh, come on. Come Tina. on. Okay. So we're on the same page when it comes to that. And I'm trying to watch my words because I don't want your listeners to call me a hater, you know, because whenever I say the slightest thing that my mom doesn't agree with when it comes to Diana, she'll like, she'll really come for me. So I've always felt like, granted, Diana Ross is an icon, don't get me wrong, she's an icon, but I've always felt like vocally it wasn't there and she always got so much more hype than she deserved. I agree. Because she has a more airy voice. Exactly. And, again, I'm trying to watch my words wisely. <laughs> I really am. And I wasn't there during that time. But, like, they were on the street. Is that, you know, her and Barry Gordy's relationship is what helps her I get am. to where she is. Yeah. So, yeah. And not to discredit her. Yeah, not to discredit her. Right. Not to discredit Diana. Because Diana, she's everything. Right. She's a freaking legend. She is. But vocal talent... I don't understand the hype. Never have, never will. Never have, never will. Fun fact, my mom went into labor with me at a um, Diana Ross concert. Really? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I, I agree with you when it comes to that. Like vocally, Tina, come on now. And Tina didn't even have any formal training. No. She stumbled into this. Girl, stumbled. Tumbled. Yeah. All of the above. Uh-huh. Even like when hearing the fact that she was with Ike for 15 years. Damn. 15 years. It's a long time. It is. <laughs> a long, long time. Yeah. A long, long time. Which kind of like would go on with Ike has a theme with the movie that we just saw. But <laughs> next topic. Um, the baby. Girl, okay. Were you a baby fan prior to this? Um, his music was on my workout mix. My workout mixes, and you know, of course, he's from North Carolina, Charlotte, Mecklenburg County. I'm from South Carolina, but you know, I went to school in North Carolina. Yeah. So, you know, I claim artists from North Carolina. Um, so, I don't want to say I was a fan, but he had some bops. Like, some of his bops got me through the last little parts of my workout. So, with, it, with that whole situation, oh, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. He definitely did offend an entire community, mm-hmm. okay? And to be clear, because the comment that he made, let's see. Well, it was just random. I mean, he was talking about if you ain't got HIV. Yep. <laughs> if, if, if you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two or three weeks, put yourself on light in the air. Disclaimer. If you are dealing with the HIV AIDS virus or any type of sexually transmitted disease, you're not going to die in two to three weeks. Right. Like, you're just not. Right. Uh, so he definitely, definitely offended a whole community of folk. Absolutely. Right. And my mind automatically went to individuals who contracted the disease, 
you know, it wasn't even their fault. Like, babies. Yeah, absolutely. That's where my mom went. So, I understand why he's losing different endorsements. Because yeah. what he said was straight up and down ignorant. Yeah. It just really was. It was. And on the flip side of things, um, and you know, I, if the individual that people want to cancel, if they're open and willing to learn, mm -hmm. and they're remorseful, and they show their growth, and, and they show their growth, and they want to do better, let's give them another chance. So okay, so if Donald Trump, oh, I'm kidding, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm he just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> if he is like, I've spent time in the black community, I have realized my wrongs. <laughs> but we we know like you got to be authentic about it, right? Yeah. You have to be authentic about it. And we know Donald ain't authentic about that. Like, we know he don't like black folk. Mm -hmm. Girl, he probably don't even like white folk. I mean, who, who knows? Um, but I don't, like, the whole cancel culture, it's just like, that's a question that's difficult for me to answer. Yeah. It really is. But again, if the artist or if the individual is very remorseful, they're genuine about Genuinely it. Genuinely remorseful. And you can sense and you can tell that, okay, maybe they didn't mean too much by it. Right. We can think about giving you another chance. Look at Chris Brown. Sure. You know, and I, I'm all for women's empowerment. Don't put your hand on a woman. Like, I'm all for that. I mean, even though it was probably so much that went on with that situation. Both wanted to cancel Chris for a little bit, but yeah. he was back on in about six months. Right, right, right. You see what I'm That's saying? So, I don't know. Our, our world, the world that we live in today, it's just, we blow with the wind. Yeah. We do. We do. Like one minute we want to cancel you, the next minute we don't. So, should we cancel the baby? I can't answer that question. Will I buy a contact ticket? Probably not. No. I'm probably going far left. <laughs> so I apologize in advance. But since we're talking about cancel culture, mm -hmm. another person who we knew good and well about wasn't canceled until like 13 years later. Who? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew, but I didn't know. Like, I was a child when he was dating Aaliyah. So it was like, I knew, but I didn't know. Even after that, when the sex tape came out. But when the sex tape came out. You were like, what, in college was, Yeah. Yeah. But we were, we were at someone that both of us mutually knows, slumber party. And there was somebody that was there that had... I was there? Yeah, you were there. And, um... <laughs> Someone that was there had mentioned um, R. Kelly had came on, and I was like, oh, we can turn that song off. I don't want to listen to this. And um, someone that was there had said, um, oh, I know it was wrong with what he did, but he made some beautiful music, and I cannot, se I can separate the artist from the music. Keisha, I want to say something. You sure I was there? You were in the house. I don't know where you were in that moment. <laughs> Wait. Okay, you're probably right. You're probably right. Oh wow. So was there a conversation? I just said like I don't, I don't. Okay, mess with it. Yeah, like, I, don't. I, I can't rock with it. I, I just because I think it was like Ignition came on and she was like, "Yo, that's my jam." And I was like, "I can't even listen to the songs the same because I just see children." Whenever his song Twelve Play come on, I see kids. Girl, <laughs> and again, Kale has some hits, but. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But yeah, but so it took a documentary to come out. It took. And you talking about being low? Part one and part two, Ooh. like, sat with me for a while. Ooh. 
So, cancel culture, cancel the baby. I, has he said anything else? Since no, his, if anything, he's deleted the apology that he had. He did? Yeah, he deleted it. Why'd he delete it? He didn't say why he just did. Girl, I don't know. But I really feel, I feel as though that as a whole, he won't be canceled. Because I bet He's you not. one thing, I bet you, what's his name, Tory Lanez, he'll probably come out with an album next year, and if the song sounds good, everybody will forget that he, he shot Megan in the foot. I bet you that And much. I think people are forgetting that now. Okay, so Nick Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cannon was on The Breakfast Club. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just had his seven. Girl, four kids since December of 2020. Isn't that crazy? Girl. The only thing I have to say about it is if a woman had four kids by four different men, well, no, because he got seven total. If a woman had seven kids all by different men, do you know how lowly she would be thought of? Dragged in the mud. Absolutely. Dragged in the mud. <laughs> It don't matter who she is, rich, not rich, <laughs> educated, not educated, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for him, it's like, well, he got money. He can take care of his kids. It's not that big of a deal. <sighs> okay. It's, uh, it's so much with that subject matter, too. I agree with everything you just said. I do. So when I was, because I listened to the whole thing a couple of times. I listened to it again yesterday, the, the whole interview for that piece. And I will say this. 25-year-old Candace will be very, very judgy. I'd be like, oh, he ain't shit. He got all these kids and all these... But 35-year-old Candace is at that whole point of, okay, if that's how you want to live your life, right, right, cool. I ain't got to agree with it, though. Right. Honestly, I don't mind it. As long as someone is financially and physically able to take care of all of those children, I have no judgments and no thoughts. There you go. There you go. And it sounds as if all of the women are on the same page. Everybody is consenting. They're in agreement of it. I was going to point that out. Because he said, and I believe him too. He said that every female that I am involved with, I let them know up front what time it is. So... As the female, if you're okay with it, if you know what you're getting into, yeah. and you cool with it, I can't knock you for it. Candace Michelle, mother freaking Johnson, you can't jump on that. <laughs> and I don't care how much money you have. Well, I don't know. That money real, real. Oh, no. No, no, no. Because I know what I'm looking for, right? Yeah. I'm on monogamy. So, yeah, that, I don't care how long that money it can talk, because money it does talk. talk. Money does talk. If Puffy wanted to have a child with you tomorrow, and he was like, I'll, I'll take care of you. Puffy. Because Puffy, what, like 55? You know I like a mole, girl. You know I like a mole. <laughs> um, he's, he's not too far. To be honest, I probably would. And my mama, she would jump on board, too. She'd be like, okay. Your mama would jump on board, too. So here's the thing, because, because I'm older, she's like, oh, Candace. You better get with that. But I don't know. Like, in all seriousness, again, if as a female, if you know what you're getting into, and he's telling you what point yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know like, what you're getting into, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, okay, you have daughters, right, Nick? Would you be okay with your daughter, when she gets older, being involved with a man who has the same views that you when it comes to 
appropriating. I feel like he would be okay with it. Because, like, how, what made me feel like he is, how he talked about his whole concept of, of relationships. Uh-huh. And how he was saying, like, who says it has to be monogamous? Like, who says that that's the only way? Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like, it's not me honoring them with being the father. It's about me, them choosing me to give them a child or to help them have this. And could you remember Charlemagne was like, man, that's the game you spitting on and, and that was the game he was spitting, too. That was the game he was spitting. Again, you know, I ain't judging that man, Keisha. But I feel like... He's saying that to justify his reason. I feel like he believed that. He probably do believe it. He believed it. But I don't know. To each his own, it couldn't be me. You know. And he's talking about, you know, cashing these, uh, what is, you know, Eurocentric views or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Nico, are you cashing Eurocentric checks? Because those checks at MTV are huge. Speaking of MTV, I think a lot of people don't know. He don't own the show? He doesn't. But also a lot of folks don't know that he has his hands in a lot of pots. And Nickelodeon. He's getting huge Nickelodeon checks. Really? Girl, yes. Yes. So, back to the original topic. Um, I don't agree with anything that he said. <laughs> and he has a huge platform. Yeah. So, you know what's dudes out here. Oh, absolutely. They're trying. But it's up to the woman to it, decide if she It's up to the woman. Not. It's yeah. up to the woman. Like, even if I had a girlfriend who wasn't involved in a situation as such, girl, if that's what you want to do, cool. Yeah. You want to cry about it? Yeah. I'll still be there. But I'm just like, you knew what you were getting into. So the flip side, the opposite of this is Future. So Future has multiple children. How many children he got now? Is it, I don't, I don't want to lie, but is it 11? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I could be lying. I could be lying, but I want to say it's in the double digits. So he has all these children and he is not... He is not like Nick, as far as we know, um, being financially and physically present for each one of his children. Yeah, we can tell with Also being very transparent of his intentions, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. to the women that he's with. And as of recent, we know that he takes to his eight-year-old that the eight-year-old's mother was a hulk. So, this is very problematic. Because I feel like, regardless if you're married, not married, together, not together, you should never talk negatively about the child's you other shouldn't. parent to you the child. At all. You should not. At all. At all. So, because how old was the, uh, the the child? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Why are you sending this type of text message to your eight-year-old? So you're basically letting your eight-year-old child know that it's okay to talk about my mama like this. Yeah. And what I don't agree with is how Future's mama tried to jump into it. I didn't know that. What she Girl, did? yeah. So she basically, <laughs> she got on social media and... Well, that's why he is the way he is. Exactly. bad parents. Exactly. So she basically was trying to uh, combat what the mother of Future's child was saying. Saying how, like, you know, it's funny how you want to get on social media when you don't get your way. Now, granted, it's always three sides to the story. I just said that. But... Your child is calling, telling your grandson that his mother is home, and you want to defend it? Yeah. How is that okay? It's not okay. And I don't know the basis of the relationship that he had with the mother of his son. I, mean, I, I just don't know, so I'm not there. But my mind goes to, okay, so your, your child is eight. He's not the oldest. So I'm pretty sure you knew what future was on 
when you decided to have a child with him. Granted, I'm not taking. I'm not saying that. Oh, it's okay. It's okay because it's not okay. You yeah. do not talk about your the mother of your child to your child. You just don't do that. So you should need to like. I don't want to call that man trash, but like what he He's did trash. was trash. He's like trash? Are you kidding me? Are you that? You gonna be that that deplorable to say that about the mother of your child? Right. So, but I wonder what sparked that whole situation. She said that it was because she no longer wanted to sleep with him anymore. Oh, and that's why he was acting that way. And it, it, in the text message, it almost seemed as if like the child was asking future pregnant for mom was asking Future for, like, school clothes. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, ask your mom. And You're a millionaire. Future is a millionaire. Period. But, like, but even though he's a millionaire, he had all them kids. So it's his money, like... You should still be able to go to Old Navy and get a pickup a couple of hours. <laughs> oh, Old Navy's right there, too. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> right, because they have a sale, like, what, every other day? Understood all the hype behind Future. Maybe he might be charming because you know Sierra was gone over him. Baby. I, don't see I don't see it. Aesthetically, I don't see it either. But hey, my opinion doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Because you know what? I feel like I could see. Can I have some more? Yeah, okay. I could see. Okay, so him and Drake are always together doing album after album, right? I could see Drake before Future. In, in my opinion, I don't know this. I'm not in their business. Drake seems more present yeah, he than does. father. Come on, Harper. And even <laughs> even though who he had a child with, how that situation transpires, whatever is whatever, but he's there. And uh, as far as we know, he has just one child. Adonis, right? Yeah, Adonis. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Aubrey probably is more present in the future. Um, I, I, I don't know them from a can of paint. Mm -hmm. I don't. But just based off the fact that you say those things, about one of the mothers of your children. Yeah. Look how he treated Sierra. Yeah. Why she was he had a whole song about her. And then I always feel like he be talking about women who are B I T C H S. But he came out with a whole song about Lori. And Lori moved on. Wait, 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 wait. He came out came out with a song about Lori Harvey. Yeah. Like a month ago. What song? Cause you know, I really don't follow people like that. Music, go tell girl. Stevie. Or, no, go tell Hart. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, go ask Steve or something. Talking about Steve Harvey. You were grown ass. And in the song, he was calling um, Michael B. Jordan Lane. You were grown ass man, almost forty, <laughs> making songs about your ex who probably peaked game that you wasn't SHIT, and now you in your feelings. Like, and remember, she was never claiming him like she claims Michael. Girl, she claims Mike. She's like, look, everybody. What do they call each other? Like turtle or something? Turtle, <laughs> turtle, frog, nugget. No, they have nicknames they for each other, right? Love Is it turtle? Yeah, yeah. I wonder why he calls her turtle. I don't. Anyways, like, and they're cute together. I like them. And you know, they are cute. I'm not going to lie. I was hating a little bit. You were hating Candace. I meant you a little bit, girl. Why? Oh, my truth. I, I know I hate that. Why were you hating? Cause like. You wanted Michael? You don't even like Michael like that. He's handsome. He is handsome. He's handsome. I, I was just hating. Because you told me, I said that I thought Michael B. Jordan was very handsome. And you said, I feel like he look every day. You he, said, he, he I feel day. like I could see him every day. And I was like, I ain't never seen Michael we, B. Jordan. We, we could see him right now. Like, yeah. he's like a, you wait, know, like, he's, he's attractive. <laughs> he's a, He is attractive. 
He, he's very attractive. Yeah. But he's like, you know, somebody who went to high school with us attractive. I agree. If that makes sense. That glowed up. Right. <laughs> he's a very attractive. Like, if you try to talk to me, girl, hell yeah, I'm going to drop on that thing. I'm not stupid. I'm definitely going to jump on that train. I don't know, like, she, she had a really good come up. She did. Not even a come up because everybody no, that she, she kicked it with yeah. was like pretty up there. Right. I've never, this is the first relationship I've known her to have. Like actual relationship. And like both claim. Yeah. So I don't know if she wasn't playing the future. No. She would just say, uh, I remember there was like maybe a picture or two with no caption. Oh, one of those types. Yeah. And, and then not even in like the posts, it would be in the stories. Like, he didn't even make the grid. Because if you post somebody in, in, on your story, <laughs> that disappears. Yeah. But if they're on your actual page, yeah. Yeah. oh, they're trying to make it last forever. Right. I didn't know that. Yeah. That wouldn't have worked anyways. No. And I know I keep going back to Sierra, but I'm just so glad that I'm Russell Wilson came into her. Is it Russell Wilson? Yeah, Russell Wilson. You know what I used to hate, though? Like, speaking of hating, um... I would meet some people sometimes that would say, like, I just feel like since Sierra got Russell, she just feels like she's so much better, or, you know, she feel like she just, you know, she's so Christian now, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I just feel like she's happy. She had me. She had me. She, I mean, like, she's I don't happy. feel like it's nothing other than she's happy. She's and she, happy. And she prayed to God, and God granted a wish. Okay. And here's <laughs> the thing. Russell might have been praying for us, too. See what I'm saying? He said he was. Like he said it. And people want to call Russell lame. I don't think Russell's lame at all. No, no. Uh, Future called him a simp. Future, sh- shut your simp ass up. <laughs> How about that? Oh, like, I, I think it's all his girls. They leveling up. They leveling As up. As they should. As they should. <laughs> and going back to the therapist piece, for Future to act that way, he probably has some unresolved stuff as well. If you gotta just dibble and dabble with every female you almost 40 something they right you almost 40 something they right I don't know I, I, there's many of him he's just on the platform and we can see him right and this could this goes into a whole different conversation <laughs> it really could but yeah but I've never really been a fan of Future um, even his music I mean it's alright it's alright I, I have a friend who feels like he I think they use the word like oh my gosh he's super talented and nah. I was like really talented nah really he was just at the right place at the right time, and God gave him his dream. Nah. Can he play an instrument? Because I feel like... That's talent. To this day. <laughs> I feel like... Um, what is the song working on the weekend, like usual? Sing some more. With Drake. The latest one with Drake. I know what you're talking about. Okay. That song wouldn't be that song without Drake on it. It wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't. Speaking of Drake, are you ready for, like... Are you getting Drake overload? I'm getting Drake you overload. You said that. You've alluded to that. The last time you were on the show, you said that. Okay. You said that you don't know what other tricks he has in his bag. Yeah, I'm, I haven't gotten Drake overload. Like, my favorite Drake, it was a mixtape, So Far Gone. That was mm-hmm. his very first mixtape. I think it was his first mixtape back in 2009. That's like the only Drake I can get into like that. My favorite Drake song is, um, what is the name of the song? The one in the video where he's giving away all the money. Keisha, I'm trying to think. You know what I'm talking about? I see it, but I can't hear the song. She says, do you love me? I tell her, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I only uh-huh. love my dad hey. and my mama. Okay, okay. <laughs> I never know the words, but okay. That one. 
That's your favorite Drake song? I love that song. It's so motivational. Okay. <laughs> Another Drake song I like, um, it's almost like house music. I need you to oh, get your shit together so we can get together. Uh-huh. He should have released that as a single. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah. So, future. I, I, I don't pay him attention. I just don't. But the mess that he pulled last week and what he sent his eight-year-old son about his mother, the mother of his child, what are you teaching your child? And I'm, I'm not the one to tell anybody how to raise their kids, you know, because I'm not a mother, but it's just certain things you just don't do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as, a, as a decent human being. So, but hey. So, before we go into um, respect. Yes. Last thing, what were your thoughts of the Kanye listening party? Girl, okay. So, I did go to the second listening of Donda, and that was, to be honest, I wouldn't have paid to go see it, but luckily, one of my friends, he gets comp tickets from time to time for certain events at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So literally, like less than 24 hours before, he's like, yo, I got some free tickets, do you wanna go? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll go. So I didn't know what to expect. I just really didn't know. I wasn't expecting anything. Um, musically, this is just my opinion, musically, the production, the sound, I feel like he's going back to his graduation days, mm. which was the second Kanye album. Yeah, graduation. That was the second album, I think, yeah. So musically, production-wise, I'm ready for Donna to drop. I'm ready for Donna to drop. Now, as far as the presentation, he wasn't performing the song, right? but he was there. And in the middle, I, I'm not making this up, Keisha. In the middle of the stage, it was a white mattress. He was dressed in all black. White mattress, all black. The majority of the time, he would wrap himself up in a blanket and lay on that mattress. And then if the beat was real hard, he would get up and start doing push-ups. Keisha, I'm not lying. Is that not, like, different? You're very different. And, you know, he would maybe occasionally, like, if a, a beat was really, really hard, it was like a little nice bop move, but I didn't understand the mattress. I didn't understand the push-ups. And then there were people dressed in all black. Yeah. Almost like his mosh pit. But then to know that he didn't even perform at all. He didn't. Was it ever boring? So here's the for me, it wasn't boring because you know, I, I have a I think I have an ear for music. So I was more so listening to the actual music and I was intrigued by what was going on with him on the stage. <laughs> I was I was just so intrigued. And yes, musically was really good. But there were some moments where it was like a bit eerie. Yeah. Eerie? Yeah, because so it's called Donda. Yeah. His mother. Rest in peace. And for like a good minute, her voice kept saying her name, like Donda, Donda. And I'm like, when are they gonna stop saying like it was Yeah. What? And you can tell that I mean anybody, you know, I thank God that my mother is still present. Miss Ernestine, your mother's still present yeah. with us as well. But like anybody who loses their mom, I can't even imagine what they're going through. I don't want to experience. But you can tell you can tell that that man misses his mom. And it's just based off of um, like the content chat the man is going through. Still. But we've known that though. Yeah. You know, we and outside of his his mother's passing, just with the mental health background, you know there's something that's just not right. Yeah. It's not right. I don't know who's on his camp. I don't know who's on his team, but 
it's just hopefully he is getting the care and the attention that he needs. Granted, some of the BS he said in the past, I don't agree with, will never agree with. But the man just got some got some stuff going on. Um, side note, there were a lot of famous people there. Oh, who was there? Dave Chappelle was there. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle was, there. was there. Girl, I'm waiting on my Uber ride. I look behind me. It's Jay Electronica. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. He was there. Now, this, uh, do you watch, um, what's that show? Black Ink Crew Chicago? I don't watch it, but I know what it is. So, Ryan Henry? I haven't heard, I don't know who that is. Girl, <laughs> I have picture. Um, who else was there? Angela Yee, she was right. She was with Jay Electronica. Oh, cool. We went on our Uber, so it's like a good amount of people there. You know, oh, I'm famous. Yeah. I was there too. You know what I'm saying? Candice was there. But, was um, but it was, I'm glad I went. I'm ready for the album. But I would not be surprised if Kanye's like, oh, jokes on y'all. I'm not dropping an album. Yeah, I mean, he made money. Oh, because they were charging for those tickets. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... I, musically, I think... He's going back to his original roots. You know what I mean? Musically. So, I don't know. It was... I liked it. The music piece, I liked it. The presentation... I understand what's going on. Yeah. Like, I'm like, what I'm the sure hell was going on? It was artful. It was, like, working art. And, girl, so... When we were sitting, we were actually in um, the sky box. Yeah. So, you know, like, no telling whose mom and daddy owns those seats. But it was, of course, a lot of white kids there. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, they were acting like everything that came out of his mouth was a masterpiece. Mm. And, like, a couple of them, they knew the words. And I'm like, this stuff hasn't even dropped yet. So how do y'all know the words? They probably went to the first one. Maybe, but I'm like, how do y'all know this stuff? (laughs) So, yeah, it was... um, it was, it was good. I'm glad I went. It was an experience. I can say that I went to Kanye West's listening party. Um, but yeah, he's, he's my fellow Gemini. Interesting. But yeah, it was, he had a lot going on on that stage. He wasn't doing a lot, but he a had a lot, lot going on. A lack of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. That. So our review of respect. If you haven't watched the movie and you want to pause here <laughs> and watch it and then come back, because spoiler alert, yes. we're going to I'm be telling everything all about it. Mm-hmm. Um. So before we get into the storyline, the acting, what did you think about it visually? Say that again. Visually, what did you think? Visually, I like the costumes. I love the costumes. I love the wigs. Love the wigs. Forrest Whitaker's little lace front. Mm-hmm. I said, damn, that's believable. Mm-hmm. But visually, I loved it. The cinematography was amazing. It's good. Good filming. Um, what studio put it on? Was it Ron Productions? MGM. Was it MGM? Maybe. Motion Pictures. So, before I, I give my commentary, I will say this. You didn't finish the... Um, the I didn't finish The it. National Geographic no. joint with Cynthia I couldn't get through it. I couldn't get through it because... <laughs> Her voice, the singing, I think that Cynthia is a good singer, but I didn't feel like I am such an Aretha fan that it wasn't giving me Aretha, and I didn't see the purpose of finishing it. It wasn't. It wasn't. And um, I just really want to know what the thought process was at the table in the boardroom when it came to National Geographic saying, let's put this movie out, knowing good and well this one was coming out. So. Yeah. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think, understand. I don't think this is an issue that it did come out because there are some things, I mean, there's like, what, three, four Whitney Houston documentaries that came out, three, four Amy Winehouses. But they were very like, there's two different Michael Jacksons. There's a Michael Jackson movie with the Asian man playing Michael oh, Jackson. you lying like yeah. hell. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. 
don't know. Maybe like you, because I, I vocally, Aretha is here for me. Yeah. Vocally, J Hood is here for me. Yeah. Um, Cynthia, not taking away from her talent. Not I think at she's all. a great singer. She's a great singer. But I, I want to know if she saw the movie and if she regretted her decision of playing Aretha. I don't feel like she regretted it. You don't think so? No. I wonder what she thinks about the movie, though. I feel like she probably likes it and respects it. I don't think she regrets it. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> so, with Jennifer Hudson, I think Jennifer Hudson is an amazing singer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, before I saw the movie, yes, I've always thought that Jennifer Hudson could sing. Yeah. She was never in my top five vocalist. But after seeing the Which is surprising because I'm sitting here watching the movie and I'm thinking, I wonder if she thinks that Fantasia could have did this. Hell yeah. <laughs> you thought Fantasia well, could have well, did this? Visually, no. No. Vocally, hell yeah. You think Fantasia could have pulled that off? Bo bo vocally, no. right? Vocally. No, okay, vocally, yes. Acting no, skill. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> Would you agree vocally she could pull it off, though? Vocally. No. I think Fantasia has a good voice, but she couldn't have did that with Jennifer Hudson did. When we're done, I'm going to send you a clip <laughs> of her singing Rockstar Baby and, um, and Chain of Fools. Okay. She shuts it down. But, so Jennifer Hudson, she was a cousin. Uh, Candace loves Fantasia. Fantasia does no wrong in my book vocally. She doesn't. So, J-Hud, before seeing the movie J-Hud, she was in my maybe top 10, top 15 of vocalists. But after seeing it, she's there. Yeah. Like, J-Hud did her thing. She did. She did the assignment. I felt like the best. There were some songs where I felt like it, it sounded close to Aretha, but not on point. Uh, yeah, that's. But yeah. I felt like she did good with Amazing Grace. Yo, girl. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. She did a really good job with Ain't No Way. And um, there was another song that she did that I thought she did. Um, she didn't even do bad with Respect. She she didn't. She didn't do she, bad with she Respect. She didn't. She didn't at all. And... Yes, we saw her in Sex in the City. Yes, we saw her in Dream. Didn't she get an Oscar for Dream Girls? Yes. But she been working with somebody, like acting wise. Because she However, she, I'll say this. Go ahead, now. go, go. I know what you're about to say. Go, go. I felt so okay, between her and Cynthia, obviously oh, Aretha must have had this this uh voice. You know what I mean? Like okay. um how she said things. Mm hmm In in her dialect. Hey, how you doing? Yes. I'm Miss Franklin. I'm Miss Franklin. Uh huh. And I don't think that I want to do that. Right. Can you pay me in cash? It's Miss Franklin. Pay me in cash. I don't think that that's going to be right for me today. That's it. That's it. And both that's of them it. did that. They did. They, they did. both did that. So it made me. Is that what she was like? I think she did talk like that, though. Like if, if, I just always thought of her as more. Talk like us. Go look at some. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna send you that Oprah interview she did, like back in '98, '99, and she does sound like that. That's what she sounds like. And for her to not have like a formal education, homegirl was beyond intelligent. Mm. Beyond intelligent. So yeah. So Jay Hud did very, very well. Horace Whitaker, he does no wrong in my book either when it comes to acting. Can I say something? I know what you're about to say. And I'm gonna back you up. Go ahead. I know exactly I don't what you're know about you to say. I don't yes, know. I do. I know what you're about to say. I'm from the south. I don't know if you're going to say what I'm about to say. I'm from the South. Southern Baptist Church. When a minister gives a sermon, there's a lot of... of uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't feel like he had it. Keisha, you I didn't know feel what? like he had it. Now I, feel like, I feel like it was someone who hasn't been in a Southern Baptist Church acting as if they were in a Southern Baptist Church. So here's the thing. I agree with you. But you know... 
They were in Chicago. They were, yeah, no, Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Nick, girl. Girl, I was loud, strong, and wrong. Yeah, girl, that was in Chicago. <laughs> it was Chicago. But yeah, they were in Detroit, so you They're know. Detroit. I agree. It's a, this a, is a true. Bit, it's a bit different. different. It's different. Um, but yeah, so Forrest Whitaker, he, he did well. I thought we was going to see more of him in the movie. Mm-hmm. But before I even saw the movie, I did not know what to expect. But they were touching more on her matriculation from starting off early in the music business, her relationship with Ted, to you know her becoming who she is today. So speaking of Ted, her first husband, we talked about this Keisha, who really stole the show. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Marlon. Marlon, Marlon did an exceptional job because exceptional we're job. so used to seeing him in the scary movies, yeah. the white chicks, white you know, the Wayne silly. brothers. So Even silly. him in Norman, in Norbit. <laughs> he wasn't on it. So, like, so the thing is, I when I heard that he was playing Aretha's husband, Ted, you like knowing yeah. the background of Ted, knowing how he was like such a serious man, right. such a mean, spiteful man. I'm like, okay, they just casted Marlon just to like have a name on the ticket. But when I say I was proved the hell wrong, yeah, he did a great he job. Stole he the stole show. the show. Like he did Marlon Wayans did so well. He did. The chemistry between him and Jay Hood was amazing. I would not be surprised if three, four months from now we find out that they're dating. I wouldn't either. Did you read that article where they were saying that while Marlon was working on the film, it was the happiest he's ever been? No. That he was saying like every he looked forward to going to set every day and everybody was like family. Like they all oh, wow. genuinely enjoyed working with each other. And he said he's never worked with such a phenomenal cast. Oh. He wow. said he was at his happiest. Keisha, that's like very full and strong to say. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Send me the article when you get a minute. That is I want to read it. And it is interesting because I do think him and Jay Hood had amazing some, chemistry. Some of, Girl. It was jumping off the screen. <laughs> she, she's not with David Ortega anymore, no, right? David or Molly David. Music. Who? Remember she was with Molly Music? I didn't know that. Girl, yeah, but a quick little second. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And is he How old is she? She's Her and Fantasia are around the same age, and Fantasia's like two years older than us. So... I thought Fantasia was like 35, 36. Because Fantasia's like two years. She got like about two years on me. I think Tay Tay just turned 37. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Jay Hood, she's in her late 30s. Okay. Late 30s. Um, but the movie was really good. It was so. It's too much of Aretha's life to pack into. It's a lot. A movie that was already almost three hours long. So how did the A and E win? How did, did they both cover the same stuff? So that's the thing they did. Are they this identical movies? It's. it's Here's the thing, it's, it's not identical because you know with the National Geographic one, it was like four nights. Yeah. So it was two hours each night, so that was like eight hours yeah. of content. Um, the National Geographic one, they, they touched a lot on um, her father. Yeah. When the movie Because really I remember that. I remember, because I watched the National Geographic one up until she got, her and Ted worked together anymore. And then she was out rioting before Martin passed. Uh-huh. That's when I stopped. Okay. But I remember like, because I love Courtney B. Vance. He, he did amazing. He did an amazing the, the, um, job. National Geographic one. And I felt like the, the National Geographic one in comparison made him appear more quote unquote horse. It did. It did. Then this it, one it did. did. This one it was like the parties were in the background uh-huh. but you didn't see the womanizing as much as you did with the National Exa- Geographic. Exactly. Because they really didn't touch too much on her father's life in this one. Maybe because they didn't have enough time. And also the National Geographic one, they hit a lot on her becoming pregnant at a young age. 
But in the National Geographic one, they made it seem as if she was kind of like sweet on the guy yes, in the band. Yes, did. Whereas this, this one, one, it seemed like she was sexually assaulted. Like uh-huh. she was molested. Mm-hmm. You're right. And speaking of that, Aretha Franklin, she went through. We, we were talking about Which trauma. I guess in either way she was. Yeah, she, she was, was not a young girl. Age. Young girl. Yeah. We were talking about trauma earlier. So... To be sexually abused at such a young age, mm-hmm. one. To be pregnant at 12, two. Yeah. To lose your mom. Which technically you were pregnant at 11. You give birth at 12. Oh, ooh, that part. To lose your mom at a young age, too, that's so much trauma. Yeah. And you know good and well, she never really truly dealt with it. Right. Like, yes, prayer works. And, you know, we can tell that she has a, a love for God. And God clearly held her hand until she left this earth. But... When you got all that mess going on, yeah. like God places therapists in your in our lives. in our in our lives for us to tap into that, right? So I can see why Aretha was battling all those quote unquote yeah. like demons. And not because- only that, but like she was constantly living this dichotomy where in the day to day you're this religious, conservative, Girl. traditional life. But behind the scenes, your father is a womanizer, controlling. There's alcohol parties all the time. Yeah, the people, yeah, people in and out the house. Yeah, that's yeah. You've had two kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot, and you know, maybe it's not for us to know, but like they, we still don't know who fathered either. And obviously, that's something that the family the wants family. to keep private. And I don't know it's the just, details of that. The details. They were very surface. Very surface. And I have to find the article, um, and I'll send it to you because, of course, it's not written law. Disclaimer: I don't know. It's, it's hearsay. But they were saying that like her dad may have, you know, fathered one of the kids. Again, I don't know how true that is, but I read that. You can't believe everything that you read. Yeah. But I'm a reader. Right. So I don't know, but they are very, very hush hush. And it's the reason behind why they're hush hush about right. it. But that's their family business. Yeah. You know, hopefully that's not the case. You know, but um, I don't know. Aretha, she's going through so, so much. And I can't imagine. Like, I yes, yes she was on a huge international platform. Yes, she had all the money in the world. But baby girl was hurting inside. Yeah. Well, I just felt like with Ted, with several of celebrities, husbands, Mary J. Blige, Ooh, girl. in hers, oh, girl. Tina Turner, in hers, where these men have these egos mm-hmm. and substance abuse issues mm-hmm. or whatever, and they hinder the progress of the real talent, and they become jealous and abusive mm-hmm. verbally, emotionally, mm-hmm. and that was like... I mean, that's common. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, that part where I was like, I can't wait until she has, like, some gumption mm-hmm. and, like, leave. Yes, and that's that word, gumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that part brought me to tears because I'm like, okay, she found her voice. Yes. And she always struck me as a strong woman. That's what I thought of her, too, and prior I, to. And I but think maybe it was because of her size I thought of her as that Maybe one. that as well. Nonsense. Or it could be she looked out of all her... I'm not her, but out of all her husbands, I think she loved Ted the most. You think so? Like the way she just took she up was for him. Young. There was another thing that we found. How all of that happened, like at 25. Girl, she done lived two lives. Yeah. She two lived lives. a full life. Full, full life. Yeah. Full, full life. So she's an icon. She's a legend. The movie was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, think it's worth the watch. Is it Oscar worthy? What do you think? I can't answer that yet. I got to see it again. 
I think it's Oscar worthy for costume, a costume soundtrack. That, oh, what about individual performance? So, do you think it could be Oscar worthy for Marlon? Because Marlon, I think Marlon did a great job. I think he could get a supporting actor not. Like when I tell you, we aren't hyping this up. How that whole hotel scene Ooh. with that white man. Marlon. And the white man was like, you got one more time to call Right. Him. <laughs> right. And that white man showed him too. But like, I don't know. I know we keep talking about Marlon Wayans, but his performance mm-hmm. was that great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised I'm saying this because like I said before. I'm surprised. When I found out that he was a part of the cast, I'm like, oh. I thought it brought the show down. And I Mary J wasn't in it as much as I thought she, she was in. She, she got her little, her little cameo. That was cute. She looked good. Amazing. Speaking of Mary J. Blige, have you, I'm getting off subject. Did you watch the My Life documentary? Mm-hmm. Did you like it? It wasn't in depth. It wasn't it anything wasn't. I didn't already know. Mary's not gonna. Mary's not gonna always let us in. She's, She's very not. private, very guarded, very guarded. Okay, I'm all over the place, but it was good. I'm glad I saw it. I'm probably gonna have to see it again, cause like when it comes to movies, I have to usually watch them a second time so I can give my true, true, true mm-hmm. opinion. Because I'm just still stuck on the fact that Marlon did amazing and Jennifer sounded amazing. She sounded amazing. Like, my two favorite things from the movie, Marlon's performance. Yeah. And Jennifer Hudson's vocals. Me too. I was the same thing. I feel like I didn't know that in the song Respect, when they're saying, I thought they were saying ring, 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 uh-huh. ring, ring. I didn't know they were saying re. Girl, me either. Re. <laughs> like, <laughs> her nickname. Yeah. I thought they were saying ring the whole time. In the movie, explain that. Yeah. Saying, like they were saying her nickname. They were. That sure were. Yeah. And even um, with uh, uh, the song about um, you're no good, heartbreaker, the liar, your cheater. I didn't know that was about Ted. So in the um, the National Geographic joint, they touched on that. So I knew that because of the National Geographic uh, movie. Because I remember in the National Geographic when she had recorded it and the white guy was getting too close and then he, which I thought that guy who played him, played Ted in the National Geographic, he did a good job. He too. did a really good job. He did. He he did. They both did a really good job. Yeah. But Marlon just showed out. But he didn't even sound like himself. <laughs> His voice sounded like somebody else. He sounded like a completely different person. Marlon was studying somebody. And he seemed so mature. <laughs> and can, let's talk about how this man is almost 50 and he yeah. looks our age. He looks, he looks handsome. Girl, I told you, Marlon could get me today if he wanted to. <laughs> he could. He looked very handsome. He did. He did. And I'm, I'm just so. I'm really you know that he him. dated Tammy? Um, Tammy from Roman? Basketball. Yeah. Marlon he dated, Marlon dated Tammy when she was on The Real World. Wait. Yes. Huh? Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. But this is before Tammy got with Kenny. Yes. Really? Yeah. I wonder how that dynamic was, because Marlon seems like he just plays all the time. I know. And Tammy seems to be so, maybe it's like a good balance, because she's so serious. They were young back then, so. Hella young. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. That's my type. The what? Oh, that's my type right here. Behind you, right on to the left, to the left. Mm-hmm. The, the tall black. Girl, I like them big and black. Over 6'4", that's my type. That's my type. <laughs> I thought the one before that one looked better. Oh, the one with the homegirl who was walking like six feet apart? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he looked at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, girl. But I saw him from behind. He, like, he was cute. <laughs> a nice little chocolate bar. But yeah, so the movie was really good. Um, yeah, it was really good. I'm probably going to take my mom to see it because my mom loves Aretha Franklin too. Oh, no. Okay, what's your favorite Aretha song? 
Ain't No Way. I love Ain't and No Way. And Rocksteady, I baby. love, those are my two favorites. I, I also love You're All I Need. Yeah, I forgot about that. I love that song. Oh, what's the other one? Keisha, I'm blanking. Um, y'all need to get by. Y'all need to get by. Um, it's a slow one. Um, hey, baby, let's go. Yeah, I like that one too. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. What are your favorites? Those three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those are my favorites. And like, Keisha, you are. You... And I also love um, A Natural Woman. When she sung that one, that one sounded really good in the movie. Yes. Like. Ooh. I know you were a fan. I didn't know you were a super fan. Like, y'all, Keisha has on a whole Aretha Franklin I shirt. I do. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah. I just don't feel like they make them like that no more. They vocally? No. Okay. I'm sure that they exist, but I feel like our industry tries to put out this. I feel like they care more about the physical appearance oh, yeah. Yeah, more yeah, so yeah. than about the talent. Yeah, and you're right, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. But vocally, you know who's like everything for me? Jasmine. Yep. <laughs> like vocally. Granted, Aretha is a, is a legend, but vocally. I saw Jasmine at Essence one year. How was Which that? I can't wait to the pan- We should go to Essence. Let's go to Essence. When the pandemic gets over. And like, so Keisha, <laughs> if and when we go to Essence, you know, I'm, I'm we older now. I can't be in the sun. We got to get like really good seats. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. dead serious. Well, it's inside. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's it, is, it is. It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. But I really feel like not being a pessimist, we might not see Essence for a minute. You don't think, you don't think next summer? <sighs> if this Delta variant keeps showing up and showing out. Did they have it? They had it live this year, didn't they? Did they have they had um show? like a it digital a platform. Uh, it was like a digital virtual platform. Uh huh. But I want to go. Who? Okay. Who would be your dream lineup for Essence? I think I want I have, Beyonce to come back. Essence. I know she's already done it. She probably wouldn't come back. Okay. Okay. So this is this is my dream lineup for Essence. Okay. How many acts can we have? Four. Like for the like, usually for, it's like what Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What's night? the big day? Saturday's the big day. So on the big day, do they have opening acts? Yeah. Okay. This is, this is what I see for the big day. Okay. Try to follow me. Okay. I want Brandy. Is she the mainstay? No. Okay. Jasmine Sullivan after Brandy. That's interesting. After Jasmine, Missy Elliott. Okay. And after Missy, Beyonce. I feel like the rare person that's not over the moon for Missy. I love no 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 yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I I love I can't stand the rain. Um, My spirit is hurting right now. But I feel like if Missy went on tour, I'd be like, oh, Missy's on tour. Like I would have no desire to purchase a ticket. I've no desire to see her live. Really, Keisha? I think that she's iconic. I respect what she's done. Okay. I okay. love Get Your Freak On. I love the videos. Very okay. creative. But I'm not like, oh my God, Missy Elliott. I've seen her before. She I've was on her. the, um, I went on the Verizon Ladies Tour. When Beyonce was like, yeah, the I saw artist. it in Charlotte too. I did. You saw Beyonce when she was fresh. Yeah, as fresh. A solo artist. Yeah. It oh, was her, was Alicia Keys, Tamia, Missy Elliott. Tamia opened. It was good. And I saw Matthew Knowles. Because he was standing right beside me while I was sitting in my seat. Were you on the floor? A skybox? I was like the first love, the first seat on the first upper level. So let me, let me, how was that experience for you seeing Beyonce as, she's fresh as a solo artist? It was good. It was a good performance. It was 
good show. Really? Yeah, cause we drove all the way out there. Cause the Atlanta tickets, I think, had sold out when she was there. So, mm-hmm. and I was in college, freshman year. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so Beyonce's album, since we're talking about Beyonce again, it's done. It's done. But COVID came in because Beyonce wants to tour, and she was like, I can't drop an album if, if I can't I, tour. I'll say this now. Now that I'm a grown woman, and I got grown woman money. Hey, that part. When she goes on tour, I have to see her. Yeah. Up close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't sit in the seat and look at the screen. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Can't. Won't. I can't. So whatever it is, I'll make it work. You can't. Won't. <laughs> and also, when these tickets go on sale, like you know how you always want to buy tickets with your friends. I can't wait on nobody. <laughs> I'm gonna buy. I'll probably buy two, three tickets, and then. Whoever wants to buy the other two from me that want to go with me, cool. Yeah. Because, like, trying to wait on people and trying to buy tickets, like. Well, remember, like, the last, was it on the run? Or was it before that? And it was, like, a whole. She's playing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this is the Beyonce album? This, um, the self-titled Beyonce album that came out in 2013? No, this is Lemonade. This is Lemonade? With, um, The Weeknd. And, um. Yeah. Yeah. Six, six, six. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Everybody was trying to get online to get it, remember? And then it was like American Express could go first, Title could go first. He don't own Title no more. So all those damn bots was buying up those tickets. How like how do you make a bot to buy tickets? We need to figure out how to do that. Yeah. And they, they actually should be illegal because <laughs> like they buy these tickets that rec- like good seats that only supposed to be one fifty, and they jack the price up to like three fifty four hundred. What was the best concert you've ever been to? Total. The, the Beyonce um, I Am tour. Not Beyonce, just in general. In general, the Beyonce I, I Am tour. <laughs> that, that was a really good show. Um, My best concert I've ever been to. I mean, like, I love, I didn't have good seats for the last On The Run tour. Um, I mean, they weren't horrible seats, but I wish I would have been closer. Um, I thought that the show, that was the best production that I've ever been to. Because you know how, like, it was like a movie. Yeah. And, um the whole storyline or whatever and with Jay-Z but the best like show like feeling was the outcast when he was at when they were at, at Centennial, Centennial. yeah I remember that I remember that really but see like you you Atlanta bred fed and raised so like this is your city like you're a, a- ATA you're, Georgia, you're official Georgia Beach so I get it I get it speaking of outcast Andre Three Stacks Andre Benjamin he's another one if he tried to talk to me today really I'll risk whatever what you want me to do I like Andre Girl, what, what you want me to do, Andre? It's yours. I wonder how tall he is in person. I don't know. I'm probably taller than him. You think so? Probably. He like he might, might be about five ten, maybe. You probably five nine. I'm, I'm five ten. He's probably five nine. I'm five ten. Are you five ten? Yeah. I'm like five eight or something. Oh, that's nice. Usually people think I'm like six three. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> For one, you're like that a tall. giant. <laughs> you do not look. You're not that tall, girl. Did you play basketball? Yeah. How did, um, what position? Center. Oh, it's power forward. How long did you play for? Girl, all throughout high school. I did a little bit intramural in college. Um, my um, my basketball coach, girl. I know you did intramural in college. Girl, like, a little bit, a little bit. My basketball coach, girl. So, mind you now, my freshman year, he was my coach. He literally, like, just graduated from college. Maybe, yeah. like, two or three years from college. Girl, fine. <laughs> fine. So he was like 23, 24, 25. Going into my senior year, they had to let him go because there was a scandal. One no. of our basketball managers. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I can find a picture mm-hmm. of him during his younger years. And like, oh, I got it. I, I, I get it now. Uh-huh. But I mean, still, she was 16. He was he was a grown man. I mean, that was just wrong. Uh, that was that was wrong. Even though it was it was wrong. Not no even though it was just wrong. Yeah. Yep. That's weird. Very weird. <laughs> very very weird. But I mean, it doesn't justify. It does not justify anything because mm-hmm. he still was a grown man and she was a child. Mm-hmm. Even if he was 25, 26, she was 16. Um, he, he was fresh out of college. Okay, let's wrap up the show because I have a question to ask you. Okay. Thank you for being on the show. Tisha, <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank you for even like wanting to hear my sometimes ignorant opinion. Of course. I appreciate it. You value my opinion. Of course. <laughs> that was cute.